It's Monday, November 29th, and you're listening to the IDS Daily Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Raddy. Welcome back from break. Indiana men's basketball junior forward Trace Jackson Davis set a new career high and broke the Assembly Hall scoring record with 43 points Saturday night, propelling the team to a 90-79 win over Marshall University. Indiana moves 6-0 this season with the win. Jackson Davis broke the previous record, a 42-point performance by former Hoosier guard Steve Alford in 1987, on 18-24 shooting from the field and 7-9 from the free throw line. Indiana football is parting ways with offensive coordinator Nick Sheridan after a 44-7 loss to Purdue on November 27th, ending the season winless in conference play. Parents of students in Monroe County are concerned about school safety after two incidents of students bringing guns onto school grounds. In response, parents have requested the Monroe County School Board reevaluate their decision made in May 2021 to disarm all resource officers working in the schools. A gun was found on school property at Bloomington High School South in September, only a month into the school year. Within two weeks of that initial incident, an airsoft pistol was found, causing the school to go into lockdown. Parents Maria Douglas and Elizabeth Bullock are attempting to change the school's policy by speaking at the Monroe Community School Corporation board meetings. There are some parents who have yet to send their children back to school due to increased panic following the gun incidents, Douglas said. I am not a teacher. I don't have the capacity to do that at home, so I have to send my kids, Douglas said. This is not about politics. This is about allowing the student resource officers the tools they need to do their job, which in turn will help faculty and students feel confident the officers can do their jobs. There are school safety committees in every school in the district, according to a press release from the Monroe County School Corporation. The safety committees consist of representatives, state and local law enforcement agencies, fire departments, emergency management, IU Health, public health, juvenile probation, and mental health agencies. School board member April Hennessy said she understands the parents' concerns, but there's a commitment to not front load schools with fear. I do think that for many people, guns signal or signify that we have something to be afraid of, Hennessy said. For many of our students who have grown up in unsafe home environments or in complicated relationships with law enforcement, that in and of itself can be triggering. Yesterday, the IDS published a story about date rape druggings on and around IU Bloomington's campus. This is part of Eleanor Lehman's story, and the full feature can be found at IDSnews.com. When Lucy Brush returned home from dinner with her boyfriend and his mom around midnight on September 11th, She saw something or someone collapsed in her yard. Through the darkness, she couldn't tell who or what it was. As she drew closer, she recognized a face she had known since she was four years old, her best friend and roommate, Eleanor Lehman. Lehman laid in a pool of her own vomit, incoherent and unable to control her muscles, Brush said. I was terrified, Brush said. I don't know how anyone else would feel when they see their best friend in that state. Brush and her boyfriend carried Lehman into the house. Once inside, her skin morphed between pale and frigid and splotchy and hot. Brush said Lehman remained incoherent besides muttering the phrase, something's wrong, over and over. Lehman said she can't remember much, but she vividly recalled collapsing in the front lawn and calling her other roommate for help just before she lost all motor control, unable to stand up or even lift her head. Lehman believes she was drugged that night, but she can't prove it. After two trips to IU Health Bloomington Hospital and a call to the Bloomington Police Department, Lehman still couldn't determine who she believes drugged her or with what. 
Her urine test, which she said she was told could not test for date rape drugs, came back inconclusive. Her blood alcohol content could not explain her incoherence. Her experiences with the people who were supposed to protect her, medical professionals and the police, left her feeling helpless and discouraged. Director of the Office for Sexual Violence Prevention and Victim Advocacy, Sally Thomas, said date rape drugging incidents increased dramatically this semester compared to the past few years. There has not been a corresponding increase in resources to prevent and treat date rape drugs. Lehman, a 21-year-old IU senior, calls her experience as a wake-up call, not only to the dangers of these drugs, but to the sheer lack of resources available to people who are drugged. Read the full feature and more at idsnews.com. This podcast was adapted from the Daily Rundown newsletter written by Jenny Moran, the IDS newsletter editor. It included excerpts from some of the stories that the newsletter linked off to. If you have any feedback about how we can improve the Daily Rundown podcast, you can reach me at kradde at iu.edu.